and welcome back to the latest episode of the Movie Bible Podcast. This is uh, kind of a weird week, to say the least. We were, Brent and I were kind of weird, weirded out last week, but it's kind of <laughs> gone up another notch here. Um, so even just looking at the top five of the box office, and we'll get into it, um, nothing really good here at all. <laughs> so we have Onward in the top spot with $10.5 That's a 73% drop. And then right at two and three are I Still Believe at 9.5 and Bloodshot at 9.3 million. And then Invisible Man at number four, six million. That's a 60% drop from last weekend. And then we have uh, the last newcomer, uh, The Hunt, at 5.3 million. Um, so, Brennan, um, not a lot of great stuff going on here. And obviously, a lot of that is with this is the first weekend of a lot of self quarantining going on for the coronavirus. Um, just looking at all this information is really sad, don't you think? No, this is rough. Uh, last weekend was everything happened so fast over here. I mean, last weekend, uh, obviously, we had onward not really do that great, but we saw the other films have decent drops. So we thought maybe it was just a a little bit of the coronavirus impact, but mostly just an onward thing. And then, literally within seventy two hours, just everything is starting to shut down over here. Um, it's a crazy time. I, I really thought that Canada would be a little bit late to the game in terms of uh shutting a lot of stuff down like i saw a lot of cases start to come out in the u.s i thought okay we're maybe a week two weeks ago away no it was it was about 48 hours away uh we followed suit with a lot of the uh, american schools and shut down and a lot of the malls and stuff and movie theaters doing social distancing i know the local theater by me you can't people can't sit beside each other um so they when you buy a ticket there has to be a space in between each seat um, so I guess there's just going to be these, the, the new normal, the new abnormal potentially, uh, but it's definitely taking a huge hit on these movie theaters and it's going to suck for the, for the minimum wage workers, obviously the, the teenagers trying to make some money. Cause I'm sure the hours are going to be cut. And then, uh, a lot of these movies too are, are struggling in a way. Yeah, it's, it is really a bummer and kind of to put everything into perspective to think about all the workers and even just across industries where um, a lot of a lot of cool things have come out of this has been uh, NBA players kind of contributing a ton of their um, salaries to uh, to arena workers and things like that. So those kind of gestures are really nice. But yeah, it's <laughs> it really sucks out there. And it was kind of the same for me this week where the beginning of the week we talked last week and we were like, oh, this is this seems kind of weird, but we're going to keep monitoring it. It might not be the worst. There might be some kind of like what you said, where there's maybe a little bit of a lag with people being nervous, but nothing like this. And then throughout the week and even at my day job where I'm in the office and getting multiple emails all the time from uh, just like the staff on high saying, Hey, we're monitoring the situation where it looks okay. And then you get later and later in the week and people are just leaving and you hear more about more cases popping up. And um, I live in the DC area. And then there was news that came out that there was a priest who gave communion in the Georgetown area in DC. Um, and he didn't know he had coronavirus until after he'd given like his service for the week. So right. yeah, that's like a couple hundred people there. And like, you think about all, like all, all the, who those people touched and your mind goes nuts with the anxiety. And I think by the end of the week, I was, when I take public transportation to go to work and I was nervous to even just like touch poles or get within, within close to people. Um, it was really nerve. It was really nerve wracking, and the only chance I got to go out to see the movies this week, I, I saw Bloodshot on Thursday night, and that was kind of when everything seemed to be kind of coming towards a head, and that's when final travel bans were kind of coming in here in the U.S. and whatnot. Um, and I was kind of, I felt scared going out, and that's obviously like 
if that's me feeling and I feel like I'm not too crazy with this kind of stuff, but I might, I can imagine a lot of people are just really nervous to go out. Um, it's kind of scary in that way. When you think, you, you think about how all this is get past, like all the ways that can get passed to people or like, Oh, it can, it can stick on surfaces. Uh, the coronavirus can stick on surfaces for a couple hours. And you think about just all those things. It's, it's scary. And you, you, you do see it here where all these movies just vastly underperforming and, um, no matter what, I mean, for some of these, like The Hunt, um, that movie, um, it's really interesting because that was probably going to be a big time co- uh, just, just conversation starter, considering it's very politically inclined and it's um, it was pushed back from last September based on political issues with Trump even like basically subtweeting it and things like that. Um, it feels like, yeah, it feels like we're really losing a lot this week and coming into the next weeks as well. Yeah, it's going to be a really sad next couple of weeks at the box office, and it's just going to get worse because you're not going to have any new movies coming out. You're just going to have these same movies that are there right now being recycled, and that's an issue for sure. Um, this is actually the lowest uh, – um, this is like the worst performing uh, a week since 1995, week 11 uh, in the year since 1995, so uh, the 11th week of the year, calendar year. Uh, 1995 was the last time it was this low, and taken into account, inflation like that's just the flat number i mean that's just a crazy thing to think about all the uh, holdovers dropped over 60 percent um from this week to last all the major hold holdovers and there's no new wide releases for at least another three weeks until april 10 and i have a decent feeling that that might even change because things are 100 percent going to get worse yeah and i think that movie's trolls world tour which is just that's just crazy to think about the one hope we have is waiting for Trolls World Tour to show up, which is just like, what the hell is happening to us? Um, but yeah, that's definitely in that zone where the April 10, where it's like a lot of uh, industries kind of, they're on like a two week hiatus and they're going to kind of monitor the situation. I feel like, um, especially because we saw um, a quiet place to move this week and Mulan move kind of at the last second, uh, it, as long, along with like a bunch of other movies. So I imagine that, that trolls is kind of just watching, see what goes on, and it might stick in that area if uh, it, it improves somewhat. Because if you look at if you look at it positively, you think, oh, there's there's been no movies for a month, and if things start to take a turn for the better, people might start want to rush out to the theaters again. Maybe trolls is the first thing they go to. Uh, maybe that's a thought process there. But yeah, I'm kind of with you. Where I think this is probably going to get worse before it gets better. Uh, sadly enough, where. Um, here in North America, we're kind of in that situation where we're we're about two weeks behind where Italy is currently, and obviously Italy is getting hit hard. We're basically in the entire country is on a complete shutdown, and everything's closed, just even down to like some grocery stores and corner shops. Where uh, it's really scary. Um, I don't think we'll get quite to that area because I feel like we had a little bit of a head start on maybe getting some things in in terms of. Um, keeping keeping people away and social distancing that might help mitigate it a little bit but it's you see more cases pop up every day and i'm sure there's more cases than are being reported so it's we're really yeah i think i feel like the shutdown is only we're, we might come back next weekend and be like well what the we have literally nothing to talk about maybe each movie in the top five makes like a million dollars or something um, i don't really know we're yeah we're in we're in crazy unprecedented situations here yeah, it sucks. And I think that obviously we're, we're definitely going to see things get worse because you have a lot of people who are 
um, who, who don't feel the symptoms as much as others, and they're definitely not going to be going and reporting it. So you're probably seeing uh, so many unreported cases. And you just think about the entire ripple effect uh, on the economy and on just individuals uh, themselves. I mean, we don't wish any uh, uh, bad, bad things among anyone. So it kind of sucks because this is it, it can be fatal for, for very um, obviously at risk sectors to the population um so you so you don't want to be spreading that you want to be staying safe and i think that with the new epicenter of this virus now moving into europe uh, i think as of yesterday europe now has more cases than asia um i think slowly that will transition to north america as you said i think that obviously asia starts with the epicenter they're over their peak they're starting to come down now it's europe and then it's going to hit us soon enough um over here so i i expect that it'll definitely get a little bit worse before it gets better. And I don't know about that April 10 date. I, I think that we might see things get pushed back a little bit more. Um, this is just a crazy, crazy thing because you, you don't really see the uh, the entire world sort of come to a halt. I mean, every major sports um, uh, league is, is suspended for the time being. That's a whole other conversation. That's not really movie related, but I mean, that's just, that's a big thing in and of itself. Um, I, I know the Olympics are still reportedly a go. That's stated, slated for the end of July, but we'll see what happens there. And it's crazy to see like people um, that, that we look up to in the industry, even coming in contact with this, like Tom Hanks. Um, hopefully he, he does better and it seems like he's doing good. He's given these nice daily updates with him and his wife, which is kind of sweet to see, but it, that's, that's just a crazy thing to think about. Yeah, and I think that that day when that was reported was kind of the first day it really hit me hard because I don't know about you, but I'm not like a very voracious news person. I don't, I don't think I don't. You won't catch me at at home watching CNN or Fox News or whatever other news site at, at night. So um, I'm very much into basketball when I'm not constantly just watching movies. So like the NBA being suspended and Tom Hanks kind of getting hit, it was kind of like like a whoa. It was very much a wake up call, and it, it just seemed to escalate from there. Um, and is it's it's kind of it's kind of crazy. And um, I know AMC here in in the states um, kind of issued a report saying they're going to stay open, but um, they're going to keep all capacity in theaters to fifty percent, mm-hmm. uh, which I think is is pretty smart a way to kind of mitigate things. Where once they get up, gets up to fifty percent capacity, they're going to say the, sh- the, sh- the showing is sold out. Um, I don't really know if that's going to help much at all because. I mean, even my experience with Bloodshot, where um, <laughs> the entire movie, I was just thinking about, man, I'm going to be pissed if I get the coronavirus watching this just completely <laughs> average movie, where I feel like the barriers to entry at this point are so high, even just like leaving your house or going to see a movie, where it's just not worth it at this point. Where you just stay home and watch Netflix or whatever you like, the Criterion Channel or something like that. Like it's, I just don't, I just don't think it's worth it at this point. Streaming uh, services are definitely uh, winning big uh, this week for sure. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think that the the worst thing that could possibly happen is you'll you'll start to see the theaters actually announce that they're not showing anything. I think that'd probably be the worst thing. And I don't know if we'd get there, but I think there's definitely potential for us to get to that point. Uh, seeing how bad this gets in the next few weeks, I think that that could happen. Um, that'd be a crazy thing because we're going to be seeing zeros on the board at the box office on box office mojo. I mean, that'd just be a, a wild um, occurrence. But 
Uh, Warner Bros. They came out with a statement after all the uh, sporting leagues shut down after Mulan, A Quiet Place Two, everything got moved. Warner Bros. said, and then also Universal announced they're halting production. Um, Warner Bros. said they're going to continue with production on the three films that they're shooting right now. One being the Batman. Then literally two days later, they announced that they're halting production. So I guess th- maybe they assessed the situation, or now they're seeing that it's escalating so rapidly that they wanted to hold production but it's it's a crazy time um but what about you have you been watching anything at home i know did you go see bloodshot on friday was it or yesterday so i saw on thursday night um because after that after that i was feeling so anxious where i was like i just don't want to like go out at all yeah and, um and i i do feel bad for you, you think about like you were saying the ripple effect of all these things where a lot of these movies are just going to be tank are going to tank and whether they deserved it or not. Um, a lot of people are, might lose jobs over this. And I mean, we saw last week already with South by Southwest, they had to, they had to um, lay off 50 people because they couldn't hold the festival. And there's going to be like stuff like that all the time. And I mean, you talk about bloodshot and it's just like, it's just a totally average movie where it's a Vin Diesel, just a classic Vin Diesel star um, vehicle where he's just trying to, start a franchise and him just mugging at the, at the camera. And it's not nearly as fun as it wants to be. Um, that's just, it's just kind of it. It's one of the, it's a very bland, uh, just action kind of sci-fi movie that you've, you've seen variations of time and time again. So, um, it's, yeah, it's not really like going out of your house to like, even like the, the list of movies we have out right now, like onward, like everyone likes, it's not the best Pixar movie. Then you have the invisible man, which a lot of people saw already. Then you have bloodshot, which is just fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's already leaving my memory. Um, I still believe, which is very much a, a Christian movie. So I doubt people who don't really align to those like belief systems. Maybe they're not like excited to go out and see that movie. Then the hunt, um, like I, I feel like that's a movie that would be do better, a lot better on streaming. Um, it doesn't, there's nothing really calling people to the box office right now. There's no big project out. Yeah, no, and I, I think we saw Disney Plus release Frozen Two and and uh, Rise of Skywalker early. I think they were scheduled to come out late March on Disney Plus or early April, and both of those films dropped early. I know Frozen Two for sure. I'm pretty sure Rise of Skywalker, but I don't want to be held 100% to that <laughs> but uh, I'm pretty sure that film as well but both uh, dropped and I think a few other things dropped as well early so the streaming services are definitely trying to take advantage of this situation uh, to the best they can and try to help out uh, their customers a little bit because we're going to have a lot of time here just self-quarantining and I, I was hoping to go to the theaters this weekend uh, for sure but but things just things just happened so quick I've, I've, I haven't been able to do too much I was at school on campus there and then they, they announced that they're shutting things down um you could still live there but they recommend you leave all classes are switching online so you know no point in me really staying uh dropped my weekend plans came home and i guess now it's just going to be online classes and uh netflix so i gotta start uh, making a little bit of a watch list <laughs> but um what about you do you have anything that you're maybe wanting to catch up on or what are you feeling yeah it's there is there, there's like, there's always like an endless amount of movies out there, right? And I, I feel bad for. I'm interested to see kind of on the line of what Disney Plus is doing with Rise of Skywalker. Um, I'm interested to see if any of these movies kind of jump online really quickly, like something like The Way Back, which just tanked really hard in this weekend, obviously, just like everything else. But even something like uh, Focus Features' new movie, uh, Never Rarely, Sometimes Always, which released in four theaters this week here in 
and L.A. and New York, which is a movie I saw at Sundance and is incredible. Um, and it was probably going to be one of the big indie movies of the spring. And it's about a 17-year-old girl who travels to New York to get an abortion with her cousin. And it's this really gut-wrenching, really honest, and just really just great movie uh, that I can't recommend enough. But that movie, it tanked uh, in, the, in the per theater average it made eighteen thousand dollars in four screens so that's a that's a movie where you see um something kind of like what first cow did a few weeks ago where you see maybe like a thirty thousand per screen something like that and i'm wondering if you just kind of pivot towards online immediately because i don't really see anything for these movies but in the meantime i'm i'm kind of i'm home with uh my girlfriend's family right now, I've kind of escaped the D.C. area. It's kind of sort of turning into a hotbed um, <laughs> for the time being, so a little nervous there. But we've started – I've started showing movies to them. We re- I rewatched Drive with them last night, uh, the Ryan Gosling, Nicholas Winding Refn movie, and that was kind of cool to see people watch that for the first time considering – um, just the, the sudden bursts of violence in that movie. <laughs> it's, um, it's really cool to watch that again. Um, uh, I rewatched Inception today because I – uh, there's been for a minute I've kind of grown cold to a lot of Christopher Nolan movies, <laughs> and I and watch the reward. Um, it's I, I I don't I like it less and less every time I see it, and it's I feel like the Nolan Bros are coming. I can feel them coming after me already. Where um, I just don't like how his movies um, dole out information. It feels like they become so interested in the in the idea itself, where it seems like the entire movie is exposition. Um, and kind of explaining what what's going on, and I think in Inception, I still have questions about what's going on in that movie. Right. Really enough, like I don't really understand how Tom Hardy's uh, Eames character can do what he can do, or he can shift um, personas, and he's the um, he kind of acts as the Tom Berenger Tom Berenger uh, character for so long. I don't understand why he can do that, but other people can't. Um, I it's so weird because with all his with all his high concept premises, I feel like you should understand a lot, especially because he's trying to explain so much of it. But then I, I end up having more questions at the end. So, um, and a lot of, I think I've explained this a lot before where, um, I don't really get attached to the, the emotional beats of his movies. I think he's a very cold and calculated director. Uh, so when he creates very cold and cynical movies, I think is when he does best, which is kind of why the prestige is my favorite movie for him. Cause it's about two very cold people kind of dealing with why they are so detached from humanity. <laughs> Um, but uh what about you what have you been up to what have you been keeping your time with honestly i mean i think i'll now since i'm back home everything's kind of probably going to start going into relaxation mode not not as much bouncing around i'll probably start doing things tomorrow watching things tomorrow so i gotta start making up a little bit of a watch list um but i think that it'd be interesting to look at the Netflix top tens this week as well, uh, and compare the two countries, Canada and the U.S., see what people are watching, because uh, you know that the streaming services are definitely driven up today in terms of uh, people hopping on and watching things. Yeah, absolutely, and I was actually going to pivot that, to that myself, where um, it's Netflix is definitely, it seems like it's the only winner out of this just really dire situation, where it's like this and Disney Plus and Hulu, seem like they're the only things that are like getting any traffic at the moment. And it, it makes sense, right? Cause you're stuck in your house and you have nothing else to do. So let's just watch a ton of movies. But yeah, so here in the U S like, once again, it's Spencer confidential is number one in the U S a lot of people watching that. And it just kind of feels like the MO for um, Netflix where you get a couple stars and you put them in a movie and then 
people are like, ah, well, there's there's a very low barrier to entry. So people are like, ah, hey, why not? Let's see what's going on. Um, so that's one here. And then the new new Netflix movie of the week, uh, Lost Girls, is actually number two here, um, which also makes sense because they're just marketing the crap out of both of those. Um, and then three, and then I'll toss it over to you. It's funny because it's number three is Outbreak, <laughs> which is really funny. I'm, I mean, maybe not when you, maybe not too much, but like kind of like it's playing off the anxieties. And I know um, Contagion is a big movie right now too, where a lot of people are rediscovering that. Um, it's just it's really interesting to kind of see see that where it's just the two the big Netflix releases and then a movie that deals with the virus. Yeah, so Canada here we're we're it seems like we're mirroring very similar to to your top ten. So I have Lost Girls at one here in Canada, um, Spencer Confidential at two, and then actually Contagion yeah at number three, which is a pretty neat thing. Is it on the? It's you said it's not on the uh, U.S. Netflix right now, right? Yeah, I think Outbreak is the big virus. Yeah. Where- I'm sure it'd be pretty high though if it was there, and just I I love going on this top ten to look at uh, old things because uh, new like in if a movie drops right away like we had Ready Player One up here get dropped a couple weeks ago it's been on the top ten a lot of the new movies are uh, on the top ten so I love when I see like a really old movie hop on the top ten because I think it, it's neat to look, see sort of that trend um, looking at TV shows. Uh, on Netflix, you always see like Friends in the Office kind of creeping into that top ten just because they have so many consistent viewers. But with movies, I always love to see uh, if there's a movie from 10, 15 years ago that kind of creeps its way onto this top ten. And yeah, Contagion's number three here in Canada, and I think people are really just uh, getting in the mood for it. And um, it's it's an interesting thing. That's probably going to be the next thing I watch. Yeah, and it's really weird here looking through the rest of the U.S. top ten where there, there's a lot of. Um, obvious trends here. So at number four is Angry Birds 2, which just makes sense. You know, you have kids needing to watch something. You plop that on. It makes a lot of sense. And five is Space Jam. So you have a lot of generations of people who have a lot of nostalgia for that movie. Uh, I guess that's another conversation for another day whenever Space Jam 2 comes out, but I really hate Space Jam. <laughs> um, so I guess I'll leave it at that for now. But um, yeah, you have Kung Fu Panda at the nine spot. Um which also is kind of in line there. And then the other movies there are just very strange where the number six uh, movie here is Go-Karts, um, which is a, a racing movie. It was also the other Netflix release of the week. So I guess that makes a little sense. But then at number seven is Freaks. Have, have you ever heard of heard of Freaks at all? Uh, I have, but... Uh... It's, it's the weird... It's like a very low-budget science fiction movie that came out, I think, late last year. Um so I think that's I guess that shows the power of Netflix where this is a thing movie that no one ever saw and like it made little money, but now it's on Netflix and people are loving it. So that's very it's really bizarre. Um and then after that you have Life as We Know It, which um sure. Uh and the last movie, uh I guess this this one is kind of funny and it makes a little sense here, but the number ten spot is Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, I don't have as interesting I, I don't think I have too many uh kind of more geared towards kids films on the Canada top 10, but kind of just expanding out. I got killer elite at number four with uh, Jason Statham. I, I, do you know that film? Robert De Niro's in it too. <laughs> never heard of it. <laughs> yeah. Neither have I. Uh, go-karts at five. Um, yeah. Ready player one, six pitch. Perfect three dropped here recently. It's at number seven land of the lost eight, a million ways to die in the uh, West came out a couple of days ago on Netflix or just got released here on Netflix and it's nine. And then we got rampage at 10. So a lot of it is, uh, films that have have recently come out on the Canadian Netflix, um, but yeah, it's 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 going to be neat to look at this top ten 
on a week to week basis. I think it's it's definitely a cool sort of addition to the streaming service. Yeah, and we've I think we talked about this last week as well, where it's like, oh, is is that going to drive um, people to watch it, or is it some weird Netflix thing where they're like, oh, hey, this movie. Are, it just so happens that our big Netflix release of the week was number one, right? Because they they're so cagey about their data. Like we would never we would never know. Like they could just put that there, and we'd be like, all right, I guess I'll watch this. So um, it is very strange. I'm trying to think of what like we we have like endless amounts of free time, right? And it's like what what do we do <laughs> in this time? And I'm thinking about I think now is finally the time where I pull the plug on or on start on finally buying the Criterion Channel, which is something I've been kind of thinking about waffling about doing for the longest time, but I think that might be a move for me as well. Um, but yeah, I think it's, there's going to be a ton of people just kind of just looking through Netflix and, and seeing like, Oh, I haven't seen the bling ring yet. And that's on here. Let <laughs> me watch that. Or I think, I think that's, I think that's a lot of, it's going to be a lot, a lot of people do. Cause what, I mean, what else are you going to do? I don't, I certainly don't want to leave my house for any reason more than I have to, you know, I agree. I, I agree a hundred percent. But um, yeah, I guess we're kind of just hanging out here, kind of weathering the storm, and it's a very, very weird time. And I guess, uh, I guess this is when I say to everybody out there: stay safe. Don't don't be stupid. Don't hoard don't hoard toilet paper. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all the just yeah, just be smart. Um, it's it's a very, very weird time out there. So um, I guess with that, it's kind of where we end it this week. Where we'll. We'll catch we'll catch in next week to see if there's anything um, any big developments. But um, do you have any closing thoughts, Brennan? Do want... I don't know. I mean, this is it, it's going to be sad at the box office for the next few weeks. I, I guess we'll see what what develops. But I mean, maybe we can we can uh, think of something fun for for next week or the week after if if things don't really change for the better. But yeah. uh, with that, I mean, just just stay safe, stay clean. Yeah, maybe we do some fun where. Um, we kind of do our 2021 Oscars since there's no movies coming out. So we, we treat, we treat the first two weeks, the two months of the year as the nominees. So I guess, um, uh, congratulations to best picture winner, uh, underwater, or, um, I guess call of the wild winning best special effects or something oh, yeah. like that. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's a very strange time. So, um, I guess thank you to everyone out there who's sticking with us. Cause it's, it's just very weird. Um, and we'll be back every week talking about well i don't know <laughs> we'll figure it out but uh brennan thank you for, so much for joining me again this week and um we'll do our best with content on the site um it's fair i know everyone in just in media in general is kind of just kind of stumbling trying to figure out what to do so i'm sure we'll figure some out some fun things to do here at movie babble but as always you can check us out at moviebabblereviews.com and as always just thank you very much for listening <laughs>